0: Yeah, that's it. Okay, let me hit... Oh, uh, th- this is it. Hey, guys! Whoa! Who showed... I didn't know you guys showed up here. That's incredible. Uh, guys, welcome to the same you All podcast. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Hypnotic Grass Ensemble... Hey guys, I don't want to shock you, but Tess and I may be sounding. uh,
1: You gotta lower the
0: lower the volume, buddy. Wait, what?
1: This music—it's still really loud. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh! Wait, 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 wait! Tess can still hear my music. Okay, here, wait, 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 wait! I figured it out. I figured out the problem. Can you still hear it? (laughs) No, it's it's off now. Should we leave that in? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, you know what? We'll leave that in. Hey, (laughs) hey, guys, Uh, listening friends, thanks for joining us.
1: What were you trying to say? Were you trying to say that we sound different?
0: I was going to say we may sound different. (laughs) Tess and I are trying out some new audio methods. Uh, You may, if you're listening to this, think that Tess and I are both in the same room. But believe it or not, we're not. We're, we're in completely different rooms and miles different houses. Miles
1: away. Miles and miles. I mean, probably like
0: many, many miles. Uh, <laughs> if you're a new listener, um, I was going to say it gets better, but, <laughs> but it might not. Uh, this is the same Team Y'all podcast. Podcasts where two librarian best friends talk about stuff they're loving, tales from the library sometimes, lessons they've learned along the way, and sometimes... They talk about God. <laughs> uh, Tess and I are going through a spiritual journey. The whole reason we do this podcast is just to brighten up your day just a little bit. If you'd like to send us an email, that email is y'all at gmail.com. And for long-time listening friends, we are starting off with a special announcement. Should we make that special announcement, Tess?
1: Go for it.
0: Tess and I, for long-time listening friends, probably know that this isn't the only podcast we've ever done. We've done another one called Same Peaks, y'all. And it's a little play on words for the TV show <laughs> Twin Peaks, where Tess and I uh, consumed all of the Twin Peaks TV shows and books. And we had a... I don't want to speak for both of us, but I think we had a pretty good time. What do you think, Tess? I
1: thought it was uh, transcendent.
0: <laughs> it was transcendent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you like to check those out, it's Same Peaks. Peaks isn't a mountain, y'all. But you know what? We thought to ourselves, you know what? Just what a TV show with two seasons, a movie, and another show, and a few books—that wasn't enough for us. It's time for us to dive into something, something a little meatier. Yeah. What do you think, Tess? Should, yeah. And, do you want to tell them well, what are we doing?
1: So we're we're going with what the CW calls the greatest IP <laughs> of all time, and that is uh, Leaf and I are going to do a Bible podcast. We're, we're going to read the Bible together and we're going to talk about it the way that people should be talking about the Bible, which is really just just talking about it and being excited.
0: <laughs> we're going to we're going to we're going to be real excited about this. I did mean, we
1: settle on a name? I think we did. Yeah, Sure. What's the name?
0: I think we're going to call it. That's supposed to be Thunder. Wait, that sounds like an engine. Oh, man, there's lightning everywhere. The greatest 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 story story ever told but um with leaf and tess yeah i think that's what we're gonna call it yeah yeah
1: and i think i think people think oh well if you're you're gonna talk about the bible that's scripture and you need to be really reverent and you need to be really serious uh but i mean i think y'all know by now leaf and i are not super reverent or super serious people so we're gonna have fun with it and we're gonna uh we're gonna we're gonna go through the bible chronologically and Mm -hmm. so every episode we'll be discussing a few chapters we'll let you know ahead of time which ones in case you want to follow along and um we're gonna we're just gonna do it it's gonna be a journey Um, Yeah, the
0: the great thing about the Bible, I've learned, is uh, there's no shortage of them. You can kind of find them anywhere.
1: (laughs) You can just search. Go to a hotel room, and there'll be one there. I was
0: about to say, if you're if you're in need of a Bible, just go to a hotel room. You're probably (laughs) gonna find one in there. Uh, You can read one on the internet. You can read one through. There's multiple Bible apps. Um, If you're interested, please consider joining us. Once we've recorded our first episode and it's live, we will be sure to tell you and. Tess, is it safe to say that um, once we have this outlet for our spiritual journey, I guess we'll probably put an end to our spiritual corner.
1: Yeah, I guess it won't yeah. it won't it will no longer be necessary. It'll be redundant. Yeah, we'll at that
0: we'll point. move the corner to the other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do have something for today though. Okay. So um, so if any of you are like, oh boy, I like Tess and Leaf, but uh oh boy this this all this bible talk and with the jesus and the god i mean the, the, the apostles what's going on around here if that's not your thing guess what in a little bit soon hopefully for you guys um we'll have an outlet to be able to get that out and then uh this will become a little bit less um divinely minded podcast so um all that to say thank you for joining us and tess what is our quote of the episode
1: My son, pay attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them out of your sight, keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to their whole body. Guard your heart diligently, for from it flows the springs of life. Put away perversity from your mouth, keep devious lips far from you. Let your eyes look directly ahead. fix your gaze straight in front of you. Clear a level path for your feet so all your ways will be firm. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Divert your foot from evil.
0: Is this another Madonna song?
1: <laughs> yes, it's Madonna's yeah. it's Madonna's Proverbs 420 through27.
0: Um, I have not so just, I know I promised you guys less Bible talk but you know it's fine I was gonna say in my readings of the Bible because I'm reading it for the first time I have not gotten to proverbs but I gotta tell you I've heard some really good things some
1: good stuff some, in there
0: I've heard some really good some stuff in really, there. Well,
1: really good advice
0: <laughs> it's um it's like God's wisdom personified as as a woman right
1: um I guess we'll talk about it more in our new podcast but, that's a little teaser for y'all
0: <laughs> if if anyone i don't it was that a hot take so if anyone so if anyone's curious you can find us on youtube we post all these on there so you can see us um smiling and dancing and looking a fool um and if you do check uh you'll see fray uh tess's face just then registered some type of emotion i don't know if that was a hot take that i just said i've, I've I never
1: we- heard that interpretation but I'm, no, i mean i'm open to it i'm open that's you know what <laughs>
0: I'm open as well. I should tell you, too, if anyone is watching on YouTube, once again, that same team, y'all, apost- apostrophe, A-L-L. Um, my room is progressively getting darker. So you need
1: to turn on a light, my friend.
0: <laughs> as long as it doesn't freak you out, I'm okay sitting in the dark. Okay. It's earlier we had a, a situation with uh, um, fuses and lights, and it was it was terribly exciting. Um, Thank you for sharing that quote, Tess. You're welcome. <laughs> also... Um, it occurred to me that my last quote, um, Madonna may have also been singing about other things other than just her f- feelings for God. Other, um, other
1: things that you may or may not do on your knees.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it actually hit me while I was reading that quote. But, <laughs> hey, it was still really good. Uh, let's talk about some stuff we love. This
1: is the stuff that we So much this is the stuff
0: that we love so much. Yeah. yeah oh yeah this is the stuff we love and uh, if we have any new listening friends of course we talk about stuff we love because it's always a little bit better and it feels better to focus on stuff we love instead of stuff we hate and the more you like I'm not...
1: and the more you focus on stuff that you love versus stuff that you hate the more you will see in the world to love
0: that's right that's, that's our, why right
1: that's our philosophy on it.
0: That's our thing, yeah. Uh, that's why I'm not going to mention um, when people approach a roundabout and treat it like a four-way stop <laughs> instead of going straight through it when they just have to yield. I'm not even going to talk about that, so. <laughs> uh, what what okay, are you me...
1: going to talk about? <laughs> but, but I, I,
0: I am going to talk about something that I'm loving. Um, the first thing that I'm loving is a TV show. Uh, it's a show uh, that's on Netflix. It's a show that features a fast running blue hedgehog <laughs> with red shoes and uh, I am of course talking about Sonic Prime. The second season of Sonic Prime has uh, it's just come out. Uh, well actually I guess it came out <laughs> in July so uh, <laughs> a while ago. Um, but anyway, it's the stuff I'm loving. Season one was great, in my opinion. Season two is just as good. Uh, for anyone who's not familiar, it follows the adventures of our of our wonderful blue boy. Um, <laughs> he uh, he accidentally causes harm. He shatters uh, the the multiverse. He causes the shatterverse because
1: Whoa.
0: yeah, like well, the, the multiverse. Flash? Is- like the flat and like uh, uh, Doctor Strange type situation right now. Multiverse is hot, baby. Multiverse. <laughs> That's true. Everyone's getting in on it. <laughs> and so Sonic is zipping through different dimensions where, where all his friends are pirates, and he's zipping through another dimension where all his friends live in the jungle, wow. and uh, he's got to figure this out, man. And uh, second season, it's a, it's a doozy. So
1: nice.
0: I'm now I watch tests ne- intently.
1: As I talk about my first thing that I'm loving. Okay.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: I, I love that we were like, we're not going to talk about spiritual stuff now that we're starting a spiritual podcast. And then I open the podcast with a spiritual quote. And then my first love is also semi-spiritual. <laughs> but here's, I think that, uh, that non-spiritual people can relate to this. Um, you know, like when you want to listen to some good music. Um, Mm -hmm. and you, you're listening to your iPhone or your, your Android or however you listen to music, your Spotify, and you're like, oh, I just want something new to listen to. I need to discover some new music. Well, um, and it's hard sometimes to like, you gotta either ask people, what are you listening to? Or like, you know, try to find similar artists, artists that you like, or, you know, that sort of thing. Well, I really wanted to listen to some worship music so i'm kind of like uh realizing that worshiping is different than praying like
0: okay like
1: worship is meant to be this like kind of like transcendent experience of praise um so you're not really like appealing to god for any particular reason and but you're kind of expressing your joy and your gratitude and um, your awe and wonder. Um, and so a lot of people do this through music and, and the, uh, the act of listening to the music and singing to the music, and maybe you're in a group of people and you're all listening and singing. Um, so I wanted to kind of get into that. Um, and so I've been searching for worship music. And I have to say, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, a lot of like kind of traditional Christian music in my opinion is kind of cringy. I, <laughs> I really like music and I listen to all kinds of genres of music. Mm. I don't think I'm like an elitist in uh, in, in any way but sometimes when I'm lis- when I listen when I hear like kind of a traditional Christian song it's very like I don't, I'm not, I don't really feel what I think I'm supposed to feel. What I'm feeling is sort of, yeah. I'm feeling sort of embarrassed, or I'm feeling sort of like I'm critical of the, the music, which is like, not the point of the experience that I'm trying to curate for myself. So I've been doing a lot of just uh, searching through YouTube and searching through Instagram and trying to find worship music that I can relate to. And, um, I did find, uh, a couple groups that I'm really into. Um, so far, I think their music is really good. And, uh, so that's the stuff I've been loving is this kind of like search that I've been on and I found like some good songs. And in particular, just to shout out just a couple groups if anyone's listening and they're like, oh, I wanna I wanna check that out. Um Maverick City music. I thought yeah, I'll
0: write I'll write some of these down. Yeah. Maverick. Maverick City, City music
1: and the other one that I wanna shout out is Elevation. And um
0: <laughs> is that the one you shared with me, or is that a different yes. one?
1: Yes. Well, I think the first worship music that I ever shared with you was from a group called Hillsong United. Yeah. And uh, then I found out that Hillsong is got kind of a, the the ch- the church that is associated with Hillsong has got a controversial past, and it's um, but we
0: talked about this. The band should be still good. So right? I
1: do. I believe that God can probably work through that music separate from the church and its controversies. So I think it's probably fine. If you want to listen to Hillsong, they make, thank you. They make some really good music. Um, uh, But yes, I did recently share an album with you from Elevation Worship, Mm -hmm. which is called Can You Imagine? That's the name of the album I've been listening to lately. It's pretty good. And, And then I was like ooh, I should maybe see if Elevation is a controversial church.
0: <laughs> and
1: just just so I know, you know, I feel like yeah. everyone should make their own Yeah,
0: read, read a few Yelp reviews, yeah. see what people are saying.
1: <laughs> but you should make your own decisions about the music and how you feel about it and about the church. And so I was like, let me read some articles. And I will say, I did find out that Elevation is controversial, but for a reason that... You may not be expecting there. So, Hillsong is controversial because apparently the guy who founded the church was a pedophile, and that's bad. That's really, really bad. You know what?
0: Um, what's the opposite of a hot take, a cold take? Like, <laughs> I, cold I think take. we all agree. I think we if can anyone all ever agree. Asks, like, hey, how's that same team y'all podcast? Well, they don't. They don't like pedophilia, that's for <laughs> We're sure. against um,
1: it. Um, that is
0: a hard stance of the There case. are
1: other things that have been going on in that church that are generally uh, un-Christ-like, um, but that's a big one. But then, so then I was like, "Oh, what is the elevation church controversy?" And apparently, their controversy is that they allow women to be pastors in the oh. church, um, and that's very, that's highly controversial in some circles. And I was thinking, you know what, I'm not that's okay with me. You know, that's that yeah. seems pretty mild on the scale of church related controversies
0: (laughs) well also it depends on like what your what your own level of comfort is right yeah yeah
1: and i've kind of been doing like some uh some research about denominations and how they're different and what they believe uh because you know being jewish this is that whole thing. I've always been like, Oh, I don't need to know about that. It's very mysterious to me, but I don't really care. And so now I'm kind of trying to find out a little bit more about it so I can, you know, speak about it in case anybody asks me or, you know, make my own decisions about what I believe. Um, that's part of my spiritual journey is making my own decisions about what I believe. Uh, so, um, there, uh, so yeah, there are denominations within uh, Christian faith that do not think that women should be pastors and yeah. they have like reasons for that. But this elevation is kind of highlighting women and letting them speak and uh, promoting their ideas. And um, some people find that to be controversial. <laughs> if,
0: I mean, if, if that is controversial, then uh, I mean to each their own, but I know when I was um, shopping around for a local place of worship, I know, for me a big selling point is if a, a woman is leading the service well, right like to me yeah, that's a, the, least that's a leading selling point you put are, that on the fit, you are you know? the biggest
1: feminist that i know and i say that <laughs> unironically um but
0: uh I, I need a t-shirt that says i that. do
1: i think that their music is uh not cringy um it's it's good, and they also they've got uh, they've got two groups that you can listen to. They've got their Elevation Worship group, and then there's also Elevation Rhythm, which is oh. which is their music that is um, kind of uh, directed towards a younger audience. Um, oh, but the it's good. It's catchy. Um, the songs are uh, very like. Um, they take you to that place that you're supposed to be in when you're in yeah. when you're in a worship state and that's something that I've been loving the uh, past couple weeks
0: I'll have to check it out I am really liked um what was the name of the cuz you you suggested a specific song to me it was <sighs> shoot the one there's like x's and parentheses in the title
1: oh so will i
0: so will i and I got to tell you that that's a that's a killer yeah, song. Yeah, that's a it's, Hill
1: song song. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. I I'd never I'd never heard a song before that um celebrates how great God was at evolution.
0: Yeah. Well to me, like we all have our own kind of levels of like like what we're comfortable with and what feels right. And to me when when those things kind of mesh, like I don't see them as separate things, right? Mm-hmm. Like if someone Like, explain, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, wouldn't, wouldn't God work that way, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't see why that would be different. But anyway, like, that song, it's so good. Like, it almost feels like, and not to, like, this isn't, like, not, it feels like science fiction, but it's, like, fact. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's, when I read, when I read about, um... The idea of, uh, like, uh, like the Day of the Lord and Revelation and, and people existing before time existed and, you know, like, these big ideas and, like like, it feels like this amazing story, but I don't see why that should be different from all the other amazing things that surround us, mm-hmm. you know? I need to turn this light on. I am scaring myself. Um, I look like a serial killer sitting in the dark. So let me turn this light on real quick. So I can look like a serial killer. In the light. In the light. Yeah. Here I am. Here I am. Okay. That's a little bit better. Um, Also, since Tess and I are upping our audio game, uh, Tess also recommended a good uh, webcam with a ring light <laughs> on it. So hopefully for our YouTube viewers, um, I'm going to start looking a little bit better. So uh, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I really appreciate you sharing um, Hillsong with me because controversy and all that stuff aside, it's, it's some, it's some effing dope music. It really <laughs> is. It's killer. So
1: so check out Maverick City Music and also check out Elevation.
0: I will. I'll put that in there. I've kind of gotten into a habit of like in the morning because I, I try to get up earlier and I go for a run or a walk and then I kind of sit and let myself cool down and at one time I would say like I was meditating and another time I might say like I'm just kind of listening to the spirit and if I'm sitting there and my heart's pumping, I'm sweating and I put my earbuds in and I put that, what's the name of the song? I can never remember.
1: <laughs> so will I.
0: So will I. It, it is weird though, because it's like parentheses x. No, because it's, it's, um,
1: it's parentheses one billion times. Yeah, and the times yeah. they use an x like a multiplication.
0: They're just too cool for me. <laughs> math, math flies over my head, but if I'm sitting there and I'm feeling good because I got up early, I'm running, I'm listening to that music. Like I think the thing that's really hitting me over the head is like what I'm feeling when I listen to like you just talked about worship. When I listen, what the things I feel when I hear that song is not the same thing I feel when I watch The Matrix or eat a steak. It's something different. And just like this is the first time I'm reading the Bible, when I read these words out loud, quietly to myself, there's something happening that is not the same as when I read other things. And I can't put my finger on it, but something is happening. So. Anyway, the second thing I love is Sonic related. So these are so it's <laughs> Tess and I to let to pull back the curtain. Tess and I were deciding if our second podcast would be Sonic related or Bible related, and we settled on Bible. Although but I really me, really
1: wanted to combine them, we just couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs>
0: I think we could, but I feel like it'd be almost like we would combine them, <laughs> but it wouldn't be a good Bible podcast and it wouldn't be a good Sonic yeah. podcast. But. <laughs> We'll see how this Bible thing goes. Maybe we'll have a spinoff one day. Um, but um, to me, in my head, and Tess knows this, like, and this might be, like, sacrilegious to say, like, there's there's definitely in my head, like, an overlap between, <laughs> between these two things. And I know that one is, like, divine truth that transcends reality, and the other is, like, a cartoon hedgehog. <laughs> but something about, and like you said, like, God or Christ can speak to us through different things and something about this hedgehog about the way he runs and he just, nothing's getting him down and he's going to save his friends. Like it, it, I don't, it's hard to put into words. It speaks to me. And so anyway, the second thing I love is uh, there was a podcast I used to listen to on the regular called the green hill zone podcast, G H uh, Z. A a couple of middle-aged guys about my age, 38 or so. And they uh, all became best friends over the Green Hill Zone website, like, back in, like, 96 or something. And then they disconnected and they reconnected and they started a podcast. Well, um, I dipped out for a bit and I came back in and got some shocking news. Shocking! Um, Unfortunately, so it's, it's, the story's going to go down and then it goes back up, so heads up. Unfortunately, and Tess, you probably know this, sometimes people end up loving something. So much that they end up hating it. Yeah. And if we have any Star Wars fans Mm -hmm. listening, you kind of understand this. And so what happened is I kind of saw that the podcast was doing this. Instead of it being a podcast that celebrated Sonic, it became a podcast slowly where certain members were just complaining about Sonic. About, for example, a new game that just came out not too long ago, Sonic Frontiers came out. And some of them played it and said they liked it and some just were bashing it, and it wasn't like what they remembered, because nostalgia is very powerful. So, over time, shocking revelation, the podcast split off. There's two groups now. The Green Green Hill Zone, which they've said they... I mean, they said they hate Sonic, but that's such a strong word. And so Green Hill Zone's uh, the name of the first level of Sonic the Hedgehog. So now they're looking for a new... What does the acronym stand for? And I think they said, like, grieving hill zone or something. I don't know. I know. And so they're they're talking about other things that they love, like other video games. So I, I'm glad that they're veering off that way. But then the other members veered off and they started their own podcast called Sonic Weekly, which they've doubled down. Oh, you writing it down? Yeah. You should write it down. Because if you've sat around and you go, hey, how's there enough Sonic news that they can do a weekly podcast? <laughs> oh boy. These, these two beautiful men. Well, actually, I guess it's three and then sometimes there's two. These three beautiful men, they can do it. The newest episode, Big Sonic News with Sonic Ice Cream. There's this uh, company that's making Sonic Ice Cream kind of hipster thing. And they talked about the flavors and if the characters would like the flavors or not. And, like, they are deep in it. So, anyway, the thing I'm loving, Sonic Weekly. um, The Sonic Weekly podcast, the only place where you can get weekly Sonic news. And, And also, on top of that, they're just funny guys. They're very funny. And the other podcast... Even though they've kind of went into this, which is a dangerous path, right? Um, They kind of went into this, like, uh, we kind of hate Sonic. I'm not even going to play the newest Mm -hmm. game. So then it's like, why do you have a Sonic podcast? You know, Um, I'm happy for them that they're still continuing because I think they're genuinely good guys and funny guys. And I'm happy that they're now discussing things that aren't Sonic and not forcing themselves to do it. Um, But I'm also happy that I now have a dedicated sonic weekly podcast because and you probably know this test is for some reason let's say i'm into final fantasy and i'm like let me listen to a final fantasy podcast i don't know why but often i find podcasts where it's about the thing i want but they're just complaining uh, about the thing uh-huh. and it's it's not just sonic and not just final fantasy but a lot of things and i don't i don't quite understand that mentality of being like i love something so much that i'm so deep into the the Sonic culture that now, like every lit, like Sonic's quills aren't long enough. He's oh, not the wow. right shade of blue. Yeah, it, Tess. So, so if you got on this journey with me, you would have, you would have known things you would have never wanted to know. <laughs> um, and and anyway, all that to say, that's a quick little triad for mm-hmm. myself. Sonic Weekly, mwah, It's a stuff I'm loving. Did you man.
1: know this is a uh, uh, very uh, fitting for Sonic, I saw at a grocery store recently Sonic energy drink.
0: Did you know that doesn't surprise <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Um I don't ever I don't think I've ever had an energy drink in my life. I don't think you but need I probably one. Drink that. I don't think
1: you need one, my friend. Um yeah. well the second <laughs> stuff that I'm loving.
0: I'll i ta- I'll take that as a compliment
1: thank you. <laughs> you should. You should
0: <laughs> my head just explodes. <laughs>
1: The second stuff I'm loving is actually the grocery store that I, <laughs> that I saw oh. this drink at. So uh, Brett and I took a trip over Labor Day weekend to Ohio. Uh, several of Brett's family members live in Ohio. And uh, so we went and took a little trip to visit with them. And while we were there, we went to a grocery store called Jungle Gyms International Market. And, um, Brett has been hyping up this grocery store (laughs) for years. He's like, oh, I, when we're in Ohio, the next time that we go visit my family, I have to take you to Jungle Gems. And I, like you, I'm laughing. I'm like, what is it? I don't even like going grocery shopping. Like, Brett usually does all the grocery shopping. One, because he likes to get out. We already discussed that, you and me, off air. Mm -hmm. But, um, also, like... I, I don't particularly like to go. I feel like it's bright in there. There's people in there. I do enough people at work. And I don't want more people.
0: <laughs> uh, I, hey, you no judging. Understand. I'm on the same page. Yeah, I get it, man. I, honestly, I it.
1: sometimes I, I sometimes I feel overwhelmed by the amount of choices mm-hmm. that are there. I don't know. Like, oh, am I getting the best deal? It's stressful.
0: I just want orange juice. Yeah. Why are there so many orange juices? I don't, I don't know. Do I need extra vitamin C? Yeah. What's going on? I, how? Do I need no low problem. acid? Is this too acidic? Will this burn me? Does this have, I don't understand Does this
1: have the vitamins I need? So like does This does have the vitamins I don't really like grocery shopping but he told me you're gonna like this and I was like, okay. okay, so we 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 go to jungle gyms. First of all, the parking lot looks like Disneyland. Like you know how when you go to visit Disneyland, there's like now entering jungle gyms so it's like that and i'm like okay this is kind of weird all right so we
0: i'm gonna be googling as you talk about this because i want to know what's going on oh man
1: you're in for a treat so uh, we arrive at jungle gyms and the first thing that i see are animatronic animals in a in a like a pool there's like a it's like an elephant like shooting water what? and there's like a giraffe looking around. and that's just at the entrance of Jungle Gyms we w-
0: it says discover a world of food Yeah, there's a whole, a world, whole of world, world of food here it. apparently so we
1: walk in
0: uh what the
1: hell first the first thing, the first thing you see is um collectibles so they have like a whole wall of funko pops there's all these like fandom uh things there's plushies I was like is this isn't a grocery store what's going on then the next thing I see is a podcast studio in the grocery store this grocery store has its own weekly podcast
0: <laughs> oh my <laughs> you god you can listen
1: to to find out about all the good deals that are going on in the store that week um they have like a whole section of cookware there's a whole section of like pet supplies and Brett says to me uh, and I'm thinking, I'm just this is a feast for the senses. I'm looking around, I'm seeing all this stuff. And Brett says to me, Yeah, you've seen like ten percent of the store so far. I was like, Are you kidding me? Like I feel like I've already walked like, <laughs> like
0: really? venues at the jungle? Like what am I looking at? I don't so know I what's go, happening. Then I go
1: into the store and um uh, Okay, so one of the things that this store has that I've never experienced at a grocery store <laughs> is uh i'm just trying to figure out like how do i describe this to you like it's just you walk in and it's enormous and then like there's an area for you to do just like regular grocery shopping like if you just like went there to get like chips and bread and milk and stuff that's all there but then if you want like specialty items the store has all of them and i'm talking like oh i would like to taste what camel tastes like you could buy ground camel and make your own camel burgers uh, at this store. They've got um, an entire section of, like, wine and beer and liquor to include a cigar shop where they roll their own cigars. There's a bar in the store where you can get a craft beer and then walk around the store drinking your beer, which, I mean... you. you-
0: you love. Craft beer. I love
1: craft beer, and if you want to get me excited about grocery shopping, tell me that I get to do it while I'm drinking a beer. Hello, I'm so excited already. Brett says, "Do you need to go to the restroom?" And I said, "Um." And he says, "You want to go to the restroom? These are award award winning restrooms, <laughs> which I can't even describe the restroom to you. Um the 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 funny thing about them is they look like Porter potties, like it looks like you're about to walk into a porter potty, but uh, just to let you know, it's bigger on the inside. That's like a TARDIS in the bathroom, and so then
0: how does that work?
1: It, uh, I, it's like so hard for me to describe the wonders of Jungle Gyms, but you have to use the restroom when you're there. It's just it's part of the experience, and then. You go to, and then you kind of head out. There's like this enormous bakery, every type of bread and cake and cookie you can imagine. There's this enormous like candy section. There's an animatronic lion that sings Elvis songs to you. Oh. I'm vibing. I'm dancing with the, the king. lion. Yeah, there's... And he's the king of the jungle. There are several animatronics throughout the store um, I don't know why they're there other than just to entertain you while you're shopping. And then, um, and you just keep walking and there's just more and more. There's a random crystal shop in the middle of the grocery store with like, if you need to sage your home, you can get your sage there. You can get crystals, CBD, Delta Eight, all these kind of herbs and supplements there. And then I think probably the the biggest draw of the store is the international section. There is an aisle for every country you can think of. Like, do you want snacks from Zimbabwe? Here you go. Do you want snacks from Venezuela? Here you go. Like, every, every country of the world has its own aisle. There's an aisle of soda. That's where I saw the Sonic energy drink, by the way. Where they play Michael Jackson music in the aisle all day. Because he was the king of pop. Um, oh. So... Like it's, I get it's it. It's just an incredible experience, and also in the international section, there's a there's a fairly large British section of like different foods from England, which may have been nostalgic for you. I know you spent a boyhood, a boyhood in <laughs> I England. I did.
0: I I spent my young formative years the, there. The English
1: yeah. section of the store is decorated like Sherwood Forest, so you will encounter okay. like Robin Hood and Little John and Maid oh. Marian as you're shopping. And there's a there's one point where if you look up, you'll see like a cave where they've hidden all their treasures that they've stolen from the rich that are they're planning to give to the poor later. I will say I when I went there's a movie theater (laughs) in the grocery store where you can watch the like Jungle Jim story and you can see how it went from being like a produce stand on the side of the road to the supermarket that it is today. Um, I didn't get to see that part because they're renovating. They're making the store even larger and the store is already like a labyrinth. Like I feel we spent hours there. I feel like I walked for miles, Um, but it was also just incredibly entertaining and so much fun. And I found all kinds of like really interesting foods that I'd never heard of before and uh, also there were just like really great deals too so we ended up like buying some stuff that you can probably get anywhere but they had just like really good deals.
0: That's how they get you at jungle gyms. <laughs> That's how they get you
1: I um, oh I God. just have to say like if you're if you're ever just in Ohio <laughs> you need to go to jungle gyms. It's amazing. It's definitely a stuff I was loving. Although I do feel like it's ruined grocery shopping for me. Like even more. Like I hate it even more now. Like the other day we were in Aldi. Yeah. And I normally like my trip
0: And you're like, Where's the talking lion?
1: Exactly. I yeah, yeah, Brett was like, Why are you so mopey? He's like, You normally like to go to Aldi, you know, walk down that aisle with all the random stuff. And I was like, Yeah, but it, it now I know it's like not even random enough. Like I needed I need an animatronic. I need, (laughs) I need like a a beer. I
0: (laughs) I I like going to Aldi because it's like the op. It's like, oh, I need an orange juice. Aldi's like, here's the one. (laughs) Here's your one orange juice. I like. I appreciate
1: that too. That's why it's like if I have to go grocery shopping, that's probably where I'm gonna go. Like if it's not there. Uh, like if it's on my list but it's not in the store, I'm like, well, I just wasn't meant to have that this week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes because Amanda doesn't like Aldi because she'll be like, sometimes I go there and they don't have what I want. I'm like, that's the risky run, man. Yeah. That's the risk, you know? So Jungle, Jungle Gems, Gym. You know
1: what? I will go on X. By the way, if you want to follow us on X. Um <gasps> the social network formerly known as Twitter. Uh, We're at Seam Team Y'all and I will post um, some photos, maybe a video of uh, my trip to Jungle Gyms and um, (laughs) so you can live vicariously through me if you never are going to visit Ohio.
0: (laughs) I'm very excited. I've never been to Ohio but now I know about Jungle Gyms. (laughs) uh let's talk about some tales from the library no (laughs) stop it you didn't know i was doing the bit again come on you said no um this is the segment where we usually talk about our respective libraries um we've been putting on a break so we can talk about bible stuff in the last part of our um so we'll finish off the podcast just like we did last week um, so that anyone who's not into all that yeah, talk, sure. um, you don't have to listen to it. And then at the end, what would we end up settling on? Stuff in the Bible? Stuff in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. So we're skipping Tellson Library, and uh, oh boy, I got a life lesson for you.
1: Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dancing <it> around. <laughs> That was like hurt in my back. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Uh, I got a short and sweet lesson so that we can really get into the meat of stuff in the Bible. Um, (laughs) So my library system does these things called retreats. And if anyone is in a library system where they do something called a staff day, it's very similar. And a staff day is a day of training and sometimes fun and Mandata- mandatory acts of wellness and stuff like that. And uh,
1: networking, networking. Uh, with your fellow staff members. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's in my old system that uh, I used to work with with Tess. It was the one day where everyone from the whole system could work together. They closed the other libraries. Um, in my library system, they also do that, um, but they also have retreats, which are basically staff days, but just for specific departments. So they'll have a circulation retreat. So it's like a staff day just for all circulation staff and children's and teens. I tell you all cool. this. Oh,
1: That's cool. I like that It's idea.
0: actually really cool. I like it. And that way, like, you don't have to close down the whole system because it's just all the teen librarians. Um, Anyway, um, just like most staff days, or at least the ones that I'm aware of, um, they're mostly planned by staff. Um, and uh, they were asking around for heads of the next retreat. And I was told it's a lot of work. And I said, well... I don't know why, but I'm excited about this. So I'm going to be the lead of the next YA retreat. And I've got a good core. I've got two people, a part of my team. I'm looking for two more. So we'll see what happens. And, and I got some big ideas. All that to say is, Tess, you know I'm not a, uh, what some would say, an orthodox man. Uh, I don't often think within the box. And I was sending some ideas to our training coordinator. Um, who is a very delightful person. Um, And my ideas, some could think, were jokes or not serious enough or um, not professional. I I asked, could we have axe throwing? (laughs) And I asked, could we do something similar to those rage houses I've been hearing so much about where we go in and... And we put on protective gear and smash a bunch of glass. And my reasoning was that I've been thinking a lot about the demands put on a librarian, the very special, the very special how we work at the nexus of people wishing that we did more and other people wondering why we exist. It's a very special (laughs) thing that I think is very unique to our field. And I've probably said this before in the podcast, but my wife is a sonographer and no one has ever asked her. A, why do, soni- why do people even do sonograms anymore? And no one has ever asked her. B, why don't you do more sonograms on your days off? <laughs> no one has asked her either one of those things. But tests can attest. That is the thing librarians get all the time. And so I was thinking, mm-hmm. some place that lets some healthy rage out. Anyway, yeah,
1: stress relief stre-
0: sure. I know, I know. I'm, I'm an incredible thinker. Anyway, my training coordinator came back right away. And uh, in a very nice way, mostly nice, said that the ideas weren't good and that they weren't, um, they had concerns about them and uh, that they thought that I could keep thinking until I find tasks or activities at the retreat that are more worthwhile and justifiable. So all this to say... Is I'm first of all training coordinator. You're just doing your job. I totally get it. You know your butt's on the line if I do a bad job. You're the training coordinator, Um, and you see some issues and you're communicating them to me. But I read this message, and what what message do I think I'm reading, Tess?
1: Uh, you're stupid, yep. you have bad ideas, mm-hmm. you're worthless, you probably but shouldn't even be working. Child, either.
0: Childlike. You want to throw axes around. And Anyway, so I was feeling it. And I was aware that I'm feeling it. I was like, it's coming. And so, qu- well, I said it was going to be a quick lesson, but there's this whole buildup. <laughs> I felt it coming. I acknowledged it. And then I moved on. And... When I got out of that little pocket of reaction, I was able to look back at her message and and see that it wasn't mean spirited at all, you know, Um, and she even, you know, it's via chat. So once again, things can be up to interpretation. But like, you know, she even said, like, why I like your out of the box thinking is what she led with. And then boom, 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 boom but keep trying, you know? And I looked at that message and I realized she's not saying I'm dumb. She like, she said, I like those out-of-the-box thinking. She's just worried someone's going to get shattered glass in their face. That's her job. She's worried someone's going to chuck an axe into someone's kneecap. She doesn't want that either. So And actually, once I was able to kind of calm myself down, which honestly, I didn't even calm myself down. I just ignored it. Like I moved on. I'm doing other things. And once I was able to come back to it, I came up with, a very good idea for the retreat that I ended up sharing with my training coordinator. And we had a very nice back and forth and she was like, yeah, that's a good one. And I was like, okay, it was really good. I'm not going to spoil things. Well, you're not going to be at my retreat anyway, but essentially (laughs) just real quick, this is so essentially I thought about um, training at the retreat that's for collection maintenance, right? Like training on how to decide which items to remove, because that's something no one's actually ever trained me on. So, what's the level of condition that is like unacceptable? What's a good sign that things are um, out of date or maybe problematic in the collection and in our pro- in our system? What's um, which one should we remove and which one should we reorder? And how do we order new things? These are all things that have I never. Think-
1: This is fantastic. I think it's a fantastic idea.
0: Thank you. Okay, now the idea is even going to get better. Because I'm not, I'm a, I'm a, I don't want to call myself a genius of his time, but maybe (laughs) I am. Then I was like, what if, because I don't want it to be a retreat where people are just sitting and being talked at. Because that's what it often is, right? I was like, what if it was, so in our system, in my old system, I think you guys call it withdrawing items, right? Uh In my system, we call it discarding items, discarding items. Okay. So I was like, what if we made it? a game show called discards wild. And so you have, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. So then you have two contestants and you bring up an item and they got a buzz in and they decide either keep or discard. And if they decide discard, now they got to give the reasons why it's
1: pretty. I love it.
0: Thank you. At
1: least I might, Honestly, I might go back to my library yeah. and like tell the people planning staff day, like I've got a fantastic yeah. idea. It's not my idea, but it oh, that's such a
0: good idea. It's so much fun, right? Well, because I feel like as librarians, I mean, I don't know, every system's different, but I've never been collection maintenance an important important part of the job, but I get sent on trainings on staff development, I get sent on trainings of how to de escalate customers, I get sent on you know that but I I feel like that's like here's a report, it's, have fun.
1: It's so funny that, you know, you're so right. Like, we don't receive training on, and it's a really, like, vital part it's of our job.
0: incredibly important. And...
1: It's so interesting that you say this because uh, the, at the, the management team at the branch that I work at, um, the, uh, I'm one of the assistant managers and there are two other assistant managers. and we've been talking to for a while about how we need to create a weeding. Mm-hmm. Weeding is like when you take items out of the collection that no longer need to be there for whatever reason. There's lots of reasons why. Um, said so we need to create like a weeding training. Um, and then we sit there and we look at ourselves like, well, how do we explain yeah. how to weed game show, game show. please share I will. what you, what so, you develop with. Me.
0: So my, my, my retreat isn't until February, so I'm ahead of the game right now, but yeah. And I want to get a, I want to get a, I want to play it like old seventies host. I am like I've got I the long it. mic and I'm doing the bit. You need the long mic, I yes! I need the long mic and the bat. Like, I'm doing, like, a Richard Dawson type thing and yes! I want them to win. I want them to compete for, like, really Essie prizes. Like, really, yes, really bad. Absolutely. But it's, like, funny. Because I wanted... Because I don't... We don't have our retreat planned but I have the very core of it pretty... Our, the theme of our retreat, I think, is going to be boost. Like, we're boosting okay. ourselves. Like, I want people to come to a retreat and leave in a better mood, whether it's just emotionally or how they see the future than when they came in. Because- I love that. Thank you. And so with that as the core, I was like, okay, so one thing that I don't know a lot about is collection maintenance. And I've been in, I've been a librarian for 10 years, right? No one's ever shown me. And I was like, well, we can do this, but I don't want it to be people talking at me. I want to do something cool. And if someone tells me, guess what? You're in charge of this. That, and I can't have axes. By
1: God, you're gonna be And I can't
0: cool. I can't I haven't given up on the smashing ideas idea yet. I think we just need to find safe things to smash, like pillows, cardboard boxes. I think there's still something there, you know? Um anyway, that's what was my life story or my <laughs> Your lesson? life
1: lesson? Um my interpretation yeah, thank you. is is that um you received some negative Feedback or, like, what could be interpreted mm-hmm. as negative feedback. But when you took a moment, you realized that it's not about you. Yeah. It was, and that the, the feedback, while they were telling you no, it wasn't as if they were slamming a door in your face. And if you don't take it personal, then you can use that energy to come up with an even better idea. And I think that's awesome. And it may seem like to someone, like, oh, okay, so they told him no, so he came up with another idea. (laughs) But it really is remarkable because, like, you know, it's the stories that we tell in our head, and it stops us from really succeeding and really moving forward if you get stuck in this loop. Um, because you could have very easily been like, oh, I'm stupid and I have bad ideas. Yeah. So I guess, or I guess I'll just do what everyone always I, does. You know what it. I was
0: thinking? What I was thinking was like, well, I don't want to share my ideas with you. training. Yeah. You
1: might've been like, well, maybe I just won't give any and Maybe I should get off of this. But that's committee.
0: destructive thinking too, because I got it. I mean, she's a training coordinator. I got to share them with her. You know, it's like, yeah. So yeah,
1: I think, I think that was an excellent like
0: disc. Lesson. Discards wild, right? I don't know what you would call yours, but whatever you know, you think of it weeding. And I want to have the audience because you know me; I'm an. I'm, there's a lot of things I'm not good at. I don't have time on this podcast to list all the things I can't do, but I am. <laughs> I can say this without a without a, a shred of doubt. I'm a natural showman. You give me a mic, put me in front of a crowd of people, and I want I want to get the crowd because they're the audience. I want them to go keep or discard. Like that, Nice. You know? I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. Thank you very much. Okay. I
1: love it so much. <laughs> thank
0: you. That's you're great.
1: basically you're basically Hugh Jackman in The Greatest Showman. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I mean, that's essentially it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, friends, we have reached the end of our podcast, where we like to spend a moment um, thinking about something that we're thankful for, as well as uh, something that we love about ourselves. Uh, Leo, right? Go ahead and play as far as. What do you thankful for?
1: I'm grateful for, uh, as I mentioned, we went to visit uh, some of Brett's family, and, and um, you know, you don't pick your family unless you adopt. Um, but
0: or if you kidnap,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oftentimes that can lead to tension. Um, and I, I will admit, I was feeling a little stress um, as we were going into this. I was like, Oh, I hope everything goes smoothly. Mm-hmm. I hope that um, we don't get in any like political conversations or religious conversations where people get their feelings hurt, or because um, that can happen. And uh, I, we had. A really nice visit, and nothing like that happened. Uh, There were like a few times where I was like, "Uh oh, is it about to happen?" But it didn't. It's coming. It didn't. I will say uh, there were a couple times where I was like, "What are we gonna?" Okay, but it was fine. It just went, (laughs) we moved on from it. It And uh, and I, so I'm really, really grateful that we just had a nice visit with family because it's so nice when you can like hang out with your family and have a good time and nobody gets upset at anybody um, because when you're so close to a group of people, sometimes it can be hard. Yeah. Um, But we had uh, a really nice time, and I'm really grateful for that.
0: Oh, nice. Uh, My thing (laughs) that I'm thankful for is actually fairly similar. Um, For at recording of this date, Labor Day wasn't too long ago, and uh, for Labor Day weekend, Amanda, Frey, and I went and visited our friends, uh, the Quo's. Um, They owned the house I used to rent, when I lived I right down that. the street from you, yeah. And um, our friend Scott, Alex, and the kids Noah and Emmy are very cool and chill, and the trip was nice. We went up Friday night, spent the night, and they're like the kind of friends that you don't have to worry about like, oh no, my f- kid dropped some food on the floor, and now they're eating <laughs> it. Like, it's fine, you know what I mean? Like, it's okay. Yeah. They get it, they got kids, you know, they didn't clean up before we came over. It's good, it's okay. And uh, then the next day, um, we went to the Natural History Museum, which is very exciting. Um, it was very crowded, and we basically just kind of let the kids choose what they wanted to see, you know? because And we had no real agenda, so we enjoyed that, and then came home and ate and spent the night one more time, and then, and then that was it. And then we, we uh, Labor Day was the last day our community pool was open. And we went to the pool, last little hurrah, and uh, I'm thankful for just a a real gosh darn rootin' tootin' great Labor Day weekend. Nice! Yeah.
1: Hey, listeners, go ahead and say something that you're grateful for. And uh, go ahead and say it out loud.
0: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. Tess, what's something you love about yourself?
1: Um, something I love about myself is that I view people uh, through a lens of kindness. Oh. And I, I find that not everybody does. Um, like, sometimes uh, when you're out and about and you encounter people who are behaving in a way which perhaps doesn't um, jive with how you like to behave in public and how you like to interact with people, Yeah, um, you might be uh, very critical of those people. Um, I tend to kind of immediately try to think, um, maybe this person's having a really hard day. Maybe this person's suffering from some sort of illness. Um, actually, I got a really great piece of wisdom from a, from a bumper sticker recently, Mm -hmm. someone, someone had a bumper sticker that said, you will never look into the eyes of a person that God doesn't love. Oh. And I thought about that. And I thought about like all of the people that you encounter in your life that are kind of behaving illogically that you have to interact with sometimes and you're, and you're, you know, maybe it's not a real positive interaction, but when I walk away from those, I usually think to myself, gosh, I hope that person gets to where they need to go. Like they seemed like they were in a real big hurry or I hope that that person, um, uh, whatever's going on in their life gets fixed. And, um, uh i hope that there's somebody who cares about that person who is like home when they get home and they can like tell them about their day or so and so i i, I tend to just like view people through this lens of kindness and I, that's something that i really like about myself because i i do find that i don't not everybody does that and um i'm ha- i'm happy that i do that like i, I wouldn't want to be another way
0: so. yeah no i love that about you too and <laughs> no, really, and really, I don't think it comes naturally for everyone. But I do think that, I do think with it's just like anything with practice, you know, you can do it. Yeah, if someone's you listening, can. and they're like, "I don't do that at all." Which you know what? Credit to you for recognizing it. <laughs> uh, the thing I love about myself is that I'm willing to change my perspective. Uh, not too terribly long ago, I would consider myself a pretty stone-cold atheist as in like and real i was probably very judgmental of people who saw the world differently for myself mm-hmm. and um within these past i would say probably eight or so years it was a slow process from like okay i don't believe in god but i like yoga okay i still don't believe in god but i like meditating this is just me and my brain i just like meditating okay I don't believe in God, but maybe there's something. Okay, definitely don't believe in God, but I worship trees. Maybe trees are God. Okay, maybe this is God. Oh, look, I discovered the Bible. <laughs> and some would think that, like, that is two completely different ways of thinking. And and, and they are, but what it is is there's...
1: Or maybe even three or four different ways of
0: thinking. <laughs> no, granted, this is over the course of a decade, probably, you know? um, But i love about myself that i was willing to question myself right like i was like i've got i've got all the answers in the world i know what the world is and these other people are dumb and slowly i went through and the answer was maybe i was dumb the whole time Mm -hmm. you know and i don't have all the answers and it's okay to believe this and that at the same time you know i was at the natural history museum and you and I were about to read a book that's talking about how the world was made in seven days, and I'm walking through these dinosaurs and stuff. And in my head, I was like, "It's okay to hold both, both narratives in your hands at the same time." You, you know, know wh-
1: what is a day to God?
0: Yeah, that that's what I think about all the time. That's exactly right. Like, what is a day? What is a day to a being that existed before time? Right the way yeah. i look at it and we, we can save this for the bible podcast but the way i always look about the, the, or the was it the greatest story ever told the greatest adventure we'll play around with it uh, uh, the greatest anyway the way i look at it is i feel like a lot of the bible and this is just my interpretation is if you're god and you're doing godly things and you're trying to convey a message to beings that are basically children how do you convey that message to them right and i as i'm reading the bible I see a lot of times as God as a father figure to children that don't know better and often refuse to know better. Like Freya, Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. example, she's like, I don't want to wear shoes today when she was younger. I was like, you got to, because you could get things stuck in your foot. And she doesn't know that I'm telling her that she needs to wear shoes for her own good. And like, I don't know, like to me, like you're right. Like that, what is a day to God? And what is, when messages are being told, what, 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 what path are we inching towards back in the past? Because I'm reading some of these stories, they're actually really hard for me to read with modern eyes, and I'm kind of like, ooh, this looks terrible. But then if you put yourself at that time, and this is, you know, I've been listening to podcasts, so I've been doing research, it's like, <laughs> it is incremental steps forward towards something greater and if you start for example like one thing i was like oh my god all these all these hebrews owned slaves that's terrible And they were like Mm -hmm, well mm -hmm. you know i listened to a podcast like if god was like stop slavery entirely like that would upend everything like that that's the same as just saying like i know cars are bad for the environment stop cars right now what would that do you know not to equate Mm -hmm. pollution to human life but we're talking about a span of Thousands of years, you know, um, but
1: but but what they did do was pretty revolutionary. That's exactly right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. That's like, what I'm getting also,
1: at. why don't you uh, why be kind to your slaves yeah. and every seven years you should get new ones. Yeah. Let these ones go free. Yeah. Like it was still
0: or wasn't pretty, there also, like, if, pretty
1: if, radical if a stuff. husband died
0: and then there was no uncle, then the uh, wife can get the land? Or, you know, there was something there. Like, it's these it's these incremental steps that to us were like, well, that's not enough. They're still killing people. And some of these books, like, I'm reading, and God's like, yeah, go in there, murder everyone. Murder those kids, murder the goats, murder that. And I'm that's hard for me to read. But then, like, you have to think about the fact it's going through all these filters. Anyway, that's something I love about myself. Anyway, this is why we're doing a podcast, right?
1: <laughs> that's something I love about you too.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: And listeners, it's important to love yourself. It's important. To, I I know it's hard to like. Maybe you think like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't deserve to to big up myself. but that's for what for other people to find value in me. That's okay. You can find value in yourself. So why don't you say something that you. Say something that you add a value to the world with.
0: And if you didn't say anything, now we're just sitting here awkwardly. So, (laughs) so that's on you guys. Um, Tess and I also love that about you guys. Um, so, we're going to wrap up the podcast, and at the end, we're going to jump into stuff from the Bible. As always, if you'd like to send us an email, that is sameteamyall at gmail.com. I always consistently forget to say this. You can give us a rating. I don't know. You can go on YouTube and subscribe. Eh, if you want, you don't really need to. Uh, we are on YouTube, same team, y'all, all We're also on the X at same team, y'all. And, um,. And I guess that's all I've got. Oh, I was gonna, uh, Tess, I didn't tell you this. I was gonna do our old um, same Team you music from Guy Dudeman as our outro music going on. Yay, so, let's guys, do it. remember, we love you.
1: But not in a creepy way. Oh, yeah,
0: that works as outro. I like that. segment music remember oh
1: that's right
0: Uh, (laughs) this piece used to make me cry every time i listened to it it did it it just gets me going okay welcome to stuff from the bible uh this is we can consider this a a proto version of (laughs) the greatest story ever told with leaf and tess um Our topic of discussion today is a fun one. Uh, Some would say it's uh, something that could get you real fired up. It's the concept of uh, sin, of course. See what I did there? Um, (laughs) So I've been thinking, thank you, I've been thinking a lot about the concept. Mm-hmm. of sin so when mm-hmm. i was a child so just to it's walk kind to
1: of me. an uncomfortable thing to think about it's an
0: uncomfortable thing and when people so i uh,
1: applaud you for thinking about. oh it. Well, you know
0: what Why they i applaud you <laughs> for applauding me thank you <laughs> um today on my lunch break i drove out to grab some grub and on the side of the road was a banner that said jesus loves you i was like oh cool and then it said repent Your sins, (laughs) repent for your sins Uh to be saved. And the phrase repent and my Hmm. sins, like you said, it's very, it's very uncomfortable. It's like, oh, what did I do? Right. Yeah. And I think when I was a child and I heard the phrase sin, such as, let's say, don't like the seven deadly sins, right? Mm -hmm. Like you got your gluttony and your pride and all that fun stuff. When I was a kid, I was like, why? I would ask myself, why is that? bad is what i would say mm-hmm. right like why okay. is it bad that i'm prideful or why is it bad that i ate this food or why is it bad that you know i had sex or whatever and i've I, so here we're gonna we're gonna parse this out right now is like so what is sin tess mm-hmm.
1: um i would say uh w- without preparing anything just <laughs> ask me on the
0: spot. i know sorry
1: I would say that sin is anything that uh, separates you from what's holy. Okay. Um, so I like that answer. Uh, yeah, you're you're. It's it's when you're doing things that are not what God wants for for you. Is
0: it? It's not kavod. Is kavod glory? How close <laughs> am I? <laughs> Look at you laughing at me. <laughs>
1: I don't even. I don't. I don't even know that word. I'm gonna look at it. Kavod. That right now. Kavod.
0: Kavod. I think it's glory. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. How close am I?
1: Glory, honor, respect, distinction. Yeah.
0: yeah. So maybe that's not the right choice of words here. But... Honor
1: and respect. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, God wants certain things for us, um, and. I think they're not necessarily uh, fun things,
0: yeah. all of the time. Like wearing your shoes. <laughs> I mean, not to. Right. I mean, not to. But to me, like when I use the parent-child analogy with myself, it helps me put things in perspective. You I know? think.
1: I think sometimes a lot of people maybe um, when they read uh, the the words of uh, Yeshua. Uh, Jesus, they are thinking, oh, this is all just, like, really good stuff. I mm-hmm. wonder what's so hard about people believing this. The The thing that's hard is that it separates you. It's meant to separate you. Holy means separation. And so you are kind of, like, going in a different direction than, like, your human instincts, right? Those, those mm-hmm. sins are those kind of, like, base instincts. Like, I want to eat all the food and Watch all the corn, and
0: <laughs> Can you say watch all the corn.
1: Yeah, you know you go on Corn Tub that website that.
0: <laughs> man, I love me some hardcore corn. Oh, corn man. Tub. I just watched some um, corn today, and God, two corns were really and at it. Like it was just, it was corn all over the place. There was cream corn. Oh God.
1: <laughs> but like it's. um you know, so that's how I would. Yeah, that's how I would interpret no, it. I
0: think that's. I think that's great because it's something that. I, I... So I think the way I'm thinking of it, where did I read this at? Because I've just been reading a lot of things lately, and I've been reading a lot of the idea of like Jesus being like the new Adam, right? Like we oh. had we had man and woman, we had this human, and and they messed up and that had huge repercussions and now we've got this other template that we could follow the, the word of god and the word of jesus and i to answer the questions i had when i was a child why is it bad to eat that and why is it bad to have sex like that and why is it bad to think highly of yourself and i don't think it's bad because i mean one it's like okay maybe it could hurt other people, but Do those things help you or hurt you, you know? And I think it's almost like, like you said, a separation, like a, like there's a, for lack of a better word, a perfect or ideal version of me. And I don't know exactly what that is, but I'm pretty sure that perfect or ideal version of me doesn't drive through Burger Burger King when he's having a bad day. To just demolish, demolish burgers (laughs) like a madman and shove them in his belly. Because the food tastes good and then the food will make me feel good. But But it's temporary. It's only temporary. There's never, I've never had a burger before that if I eat it, I'm like, now I'm I'm good forever. Right? In fact, sometimes Mm. you're not even done the burger yet. And you're like, I wish I had more. Right? And Mm. And... and so I think it's and not to be like, you know, don't ever eat a burger or whatnot, but I think it's almost like being aware of those things, right? And like, is the perfect version of myself just like neglecting dishes and housely duties to watch a corn cob do corn things to another corn cob? I love this, by the way, this really makes me laugh. <laughs> Does the perfect version of myself wanna watch like a corn? <laughs> Have a time at a cobless beach and do. Does the perfect version of myself want to just watch like that corn that he saw once in a movie and he wondered what that corn looked like just down to the cob? No, I don't, I don't, without think,
1: any kernels on it. Without, yeah, yeah. I,
0: I was, I was watching a movie and there was a corn cob there and I was like, hmm. I wonder what that corn cob looks like with no kernels. And I was like, let me do a quick Google search. Is that the perfect version of me? I don't think so. You know? Yeah. And not to say, like, not to say, I don't like the look in terms of like black and white and like absolutes. Because what if, what if me and my wife we decide to watch some corn cobs together? be a little different sure uh-huh. you know but i'm just saying <laughs> i know where we go with this but i'm saying i think the the way i process the idea of sin is like the idea of something that is deviating from like your ideal self right you know and uh and that's where i'm at man
1: yeah and um hey. i i I think that's good. I think you're <laughs> still thinking about. I'm still thinking about that corn, man. I've gone corn um, crazy. I think this is why it's uh, it's hard for people um, uh, who aren't religious to kind of understand people who are mm. religious or spiritual. If if you, that makes you feel more comfortable, um, is it's it's vulnerability. Yeah, like you you have to uh, really like, be open and really examine, um, the things, you know, that, that you've placed importance on in your life, and whether or not those things should, should be priorities any longer, and maybe you need to change your priorities, and I think that is, um, I think that's scary to people. And also those words that we use are scary. Sin is yeah. a scary word. Repent is a scary word. Even a lot of people think Christian is a scary word. Um, and I think it uh, makes people kind of uncomfortable to think about. And I think, honestly, I think sometimes when people are really against religion, like, you know, like maybe you used to be. Um, I
0: most certainly was. Yeah. I
1: think. I sometimes wonder if those people are feeling that dissonance inside them, and it makes them uncomfortable and maybe even angry. Mm-hmm. And they they say, "Oh, it's because I don't like that, and that's wrong, and I hate it, and people who do it are stupid." Um, but that's that's a really good way to not actually look at to not actually like examine those feelings and think maybe I don't feel good because. I'm not doing good things, and i'm not, I'm not really dealing with my problems. I'm just replacing them with other things. and um and maybe if I look into this, maybe if I read what this guy what this guy Jesus said, it, that might make sense to me, and that might make me want to change my life. and that's kind of scary.
0: Well, it's think about. it's scary. You said vulnerable. what it is, you have to take a moment and and look at your mistakes, right?
1: and then also
0: admit that you don't know what's best right like my body tells me what's best is eat anything if i see it eat it you yeah. know and
1: that's um that's i think a huge part of what what i think keeps people away is um is to to be a spiritual person to to follow jesus to follow god is to is to say i'm not in control
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i need I need help. Yeah, um, we all need help, um, and so I and I think that's that's hard for people because people who who maybe see who maybe view vulnerability as a weakness. Yeah, and they're like, I don't want to be weak. Yeah, uh, but it's it's not. It's not a weakness. It's well, more like to a, a natural. Order, bring it back I to think. the library.
0: How big is that self-help section, right?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Our library's ma-
0: it's massive. It's like its own aisle, and it's just like oh, how to do this by yourself? How to do this? Oh, how to psychoanalyze yourself without any professionals?
1: That's why I. I that's why it's really kind of sad to me. But the the more I kind of delve into this stuff, the more I realize that a lot of problems that I see people experiencing i feel are spiritual problems yeah it's it's you have something inside you it's um that you feel empty and um i feel like that needs to be filled with uh, a spiritual pursuit yeah and if you if you run away from that if you ignore it you're just you're trying to fill it with other things yeah Right. Um, that, that ultimately are not good for you, like cheeseburgers and corn. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and your life could be much more fulfilling if you accept that help. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, to me, it almost feels like a, I don't know, like it's something that, and I've told you this before, like when we started this podcast, like I struggle with, I think like there's more i'm supposed to be doing right and i don't know exactly what that is maybe it is just this podcast or something but like the template when i read the bible fits what i'm going through like this feeling of there's something and i'm try i try to fill it with this and i try to fill it with that and that's not working you know none of this the things i see with my eyeballs and i can buy with my money none of it's working you know, I'm looking at you, Star Wars. You tried. <laughs> and I, I think also not to be that guy, too. I think, honestly, people who aren't spiritual, and that's not like a pointing a finger, because, you know, up until very recently, I wasn't. Um, I think misplace that worship for something greater than themselves to things that are made by people. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Star Wars, right? <laughs> if you look at some very hardcore star Wars fans or even, you know, myself, you know, or whatnot. It is a, it's, you worship it, right? You worship it in the way that people react to the franchise, not to keep picking on star Wars, but it could be anything is the way that it feels like people would react to a God or worship, you know?
1: Yeah. There's a, um, there's, there's a lot of emphasis in the Bible on, uh, uh, fear of God or Mm -hmm. awe just like a feeling of awe and how important that is to like the order of things and it's um there's a verse that says that the fear of God is the 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 source of wisdom Mm -hmm. basically and I remember like reading that and just kind of like meditating upon it and thinking um I feel like that's true and I feel like I've been seeking that in like secular sources mm-hmm. like you like you're saying and like I feel I'm looking for this wisdom that I'm going to get from watching this or reading that or, this or feeling
0: right like this yeah, feeling yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah where where all of that is basically just a substitute for um for the truth it's, with the capital T you know well,
0: it's something <laughs> that it is a category that I it didn't Exists before like all those other things are entertainment or food and this is this is it's something different it's a something different you know (laughs) yeah anyway hey uh that was our talk about sin hey you guys got any thoughts (laughs) you got any thoughts about the concept of sin uh you can we'll have an email set up for the new podcast once we get that going um but in the meantime you can always email them at same team y'all at gmail.com hey Tell us uh, what you think about sin. How's that? Is that weird? I think that works, right? Works we're we're like normal. <laughs> I think what it is, it, just to peel back the curtain, what I think the deal is with the new podcast is we're normalizing the conversation, right? Yes. Like, it's yes. fine. Like, it's not. I mean, don't get yes, me wrong. It's, like, um, is sin bad? Inherently so. However, can we talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. Here's
1: the thing about spiritual topics that I, I, I am... I'm feeling and I is that I feel like a lot of people feel like you can't talk about it unless you're going to be ultra reverent and ultra serious about it. And I think as long as you're talking about it, that's the most important thing. Like if we stop people from talking about it because they have to talk about it a certain way Mm -hmm. um, and they have to know this or that before they could talk about it. It's
0: not that simple. You know? Yeah.
1: It's like, let's just talk about it. And, um, and also let's talk about it, you know, uh, just the way that you would talk about anything else, you know, it doesn't have to be like, it, we could, you know, it I doesn't had, have to, yeah, go ahead.
0: I had, well, I was going to say, I had a moment where I was talking to my friend, uh, Jenna that I work with and I told you we're kind of on the same wavelength when it comes to this territory. Uh, and this is, this isn't something I would just randomly talk to with. Coworkers, right? Because you don't know how people will feel or if they right. get offended. Yeah. And I remember talking to her about Jesus, like when I first started reading the Bible, and I was like, "Oh my God, who knew this guy?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I made that joke with her, and she was like, "I think a lot of people knew." And um, I remember I was talking to her about praying, right? Because mm-hmm. I was kind of figuring that out, and I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. And I was like, Jenna, could I just pray to Jesus and like tell him about like a movie I watched that was really good? And she was like, Yeah. You know, I was like, she was like, you don't have to. And Jenna, as Tess and I like to say, she gets it. She gets it. Mm. She was like, you don't have to always pray, like asking for things or thanking for things. Those are good, too. But like, you could just, I like this movie, man. You know, let me tell you about this, you know, that I watched. Hey, you know Jesus.
1: I, um, I like to think of him as your very best friend.
0: The best of friends.
1: The very best of friends. And he loves to hear from you yeah and he wants to spend time with you and if if you just want to sit in silence yeah that's fine that's a that's a form of prayer as well and um or if you want to talk about things you're concerned about Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he wants to hear about those things if you want to you know tell him what a great job you think he did
0: but i've (laughs) realized to hear that too i think one thing i'm slowly realizing because i'm still figuring this out I think for me, I think everyone's different. For me, I think I have to say it out loud. Like, mm-hmm. if in my head, I was just, like, thinking, like, in my head, I'm like, thanks. Like, well, you know, pretend the mm-hmm. things I'm saying are in my head. Like, thanks. Like, it, something isn't clicking. Like, something about saying it out loud makes it so. Or if I'm asking for.
1: That's like, so interesting because I much prefer to oh, pray silently.
0: Yeah, that is. it. Yeah, yes. I don't know. And it could be just because I'm maybe, maybe I'm so new to prayer that I'm like oh man let me say it out loud but like something about it like if I if I say like I want I want to just because the way I I gauge my day isn't like did bad things happen but it's did I keep my S did I keep my cool and so if I tell like I asked you like today just help me keep my cool whatever happens man like something about saying it out loud as opposed to in my head like there's it's almost like a switch like something's not clicking if I just think it like I'm just thinking it I think everything, everything I'm thinking, you know, Yeah, me. I
1: mean, and that's what I think is so interesting is everyone can have like their own personal yeah. relationship with God. And I think that's another thing that kind of keeps people away from religion or spirituality is this like, oh, well, I have to make some sort of decision about which of, which of no. these I'm going to yeah. follow and which, you know, <laughs> am I going to like what, but you, you can, you can talk to God anytime. You don't have to be following a, a certain format or template or anything like that. Um, like it's just you and God and you know, I think, you like to do it out loud. I prefer to do it in silence. Yeah. I also like to incorporate a lot of like, um, like Hebrew prayers, like Jewish prayers into my praying, um, you know, and so everybody's just kind of doing things differently.
0: Yeah, it's. And um, I think
1: that's okay. I think um, I, for you to kind of like feel it out and and get what works for you.
0: Well, I think the moment where it first kind of clicked for me when I was really going from oh, do I worship trees and like old like nature gods and like the idea of the earth, but not this supernatural thing, you know? And when you had told me, you're like, well, some people. I don't remember your exact phrasing they feel closest to God when they're in nature and I was like maybe I've been misplacing that you know I've been because it's easier for me to because it was about control if I say oh I worship trees and then I can make up whatever I want right and it's like a pretty lady with a green thing on but there's a big difference between like a thing that I've made up and a thing that is true right yes. it's uh yeah yeah and
1: I I think um and I do, th- I still believe that people feel closest to God. Some people feel closest to God in nature. And I do, I, I, sometimes if I'm feeling disconnected, I will go outside Yeah. and I will feel the breeze and I will see It the like sunshine. wakes you up. Yeah. Yes. Like it almost
0: makes me feel like I'm awake now, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. 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 I'll see
1: i see a cloud go by in the sky and I'm like, hey God.
0: <laughs> hey, hey God. I, uh, I, uh, look and, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. I heard, anyway, about
1: that, heard about that hurricane. I was like, Hashem, you showing off. You showing oh, what you uh,
0: can <laughs> do. <laughs> I did. My friend Jenna is so cool. Don't too show
1: because, off too much. Because <laughs>
0: we were talking about, I think a couple episodes ago, I told you that uh, one of the stuff I was loving was this uh, Bible in a Day podcast with Mike mm-hmm. Schmitz. And he's a cool dude. Um, and Jenna had recommended it to me. And then we started talking about just more religious things. as so she had mentioned... And... And first of all, listeners, you probably know this already, listening friends, I'm not an expert. So I don't know what, I think the word is, is it catchism? catechism. It's like, it's the book of like all the rules of the Catholic church.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It, it's a weird looking word. And I always say it wrong. Anyway, Jenna was talking to me about it because this um, Bible in a day podcast, they also do the, that other book in a day or in a, no, sorry, Bible in a year podcast where they do one every day. Um, are you looking up for me to help me out? Do you I see can. it? Here, I'm going to Google it, because it's going to drive me nuts now. And I, I'm i probably going to go back and listen to this, and I'm going to be like, oh, God, I sounded like a goofball trying to say that word. Let Cate- me look at this.
1: Catechism? Catechism! Sum-
0: Thank summary, you!
1: summary of principles of Christian religion in the form of questions and answers used for instruction used for the instruction
0: of Christians yeah the the way that um Jenna explained it to me is it was basically like the the rules and and interpretations of the Bible for okay. for Catholics anyway Jenna is explaining this to me I've never heard of this before and she found she was like oh well let me uh let me just look in the collection she goes oh we only have one copy in the collection and she was like and it's here and I was like oh okay let me look at oh. this <laughs> and I looked at it a bit and I was like I don't have I don't think I have time to read this because it's kind of really deep in the weeds and i was like let me Mm -hmm. read the let me read the bible first and then get to this and then like two days later jenna was like hey no pressure but this just came in in donation and she gave it to me you know and it was the The catechism catechism catechism. and i was like okay and i was like let me hold on to this at because i still haven't gotten to it because i I really do and i just talked about giving up control but i really do want to finish the bible first (laughs) But I mean, it was like this weird, I mean, granted, you know, books get donated all the time and how much of it is, you know, you look at a certain lens and now it's like, it's everywhere. But I mean, it was like a fun, it was a something, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I believe that miracles happen all the time. Yeah. I, I don't think that, maybe not on like a huge grand scale, although I wouldn't discount that possibility. Well, Jungle gyms
0: um, exists, so that's,
1: <laughs> that's something right there, man um but yeah god works in mysterious
0: ways man i wanted to tell you too another way too is i oh you don't have to this is no pressure to like say i did a good job but i shared a poem with you not too long ago
1: oh yes yeah that's okay you don't
0: you don't have to say anything about it i'm not fishing for compliments but anyway i shared it with my friend jenna because sometimes i share You should like my poem friend and she came up to me afterwards she was like i was having a real bad day i was having a tough day And she told me you know once again how much is interpretation she was like i think you know jesus spoke to me through you through this poem which listeners was jesus themed on a whim you know and uh i don't know it's just it's you know i don't know like i do think just to prepare and if we have any listeners that are like oh yeah i'm on board with this bible cast i do think i will also another thing that's kind of taboo along with talking about these things is questioning them I have questions Mm. but that doesn't mean i have the answers and that doesn't mean just because i have questions doesn't mean there isn't something there Mm -hmm. it's more of like bring up the questions and maybe we can discuss it out you know there's there's, the bible to me it's a it's a puzzle book it's a mystery book and i'm reading this book and i'm like what does that even mean or sometimes i'm like i think i get that right away and then i'll reread it later i'll be like no what does that mean? <laughs> and you look up any passage, you're going to find five different interpretations. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? It's really, it's really cool. I can't think of any other book I've ever read that I can literally just easily search any sentence in it, and then get multiple interpretations and multiple uh, translations. Like it's, it's really something. You know, it's. I mean the magi- don't get me wrong Lev Grossman's The Magicians is <laughs> really good. Lev Grossman if you're listening, good book. But this is like an entirely different beast entirely. It's something else. And um uh, people should really know about this.
1: <laughs> more, more.
0: <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I almost like I guess well, you know what? I'll save it for the big for the big cast when we get there. But I mean it's something anyway thank you so much for listening guys if you stuck around you are truly mighty in both spirit body and mind um (laughs) and remember god loves you
1: and not in a creepy way